Well, Sasol shareholders are in for a treat. That's as it resumed uh, interim dividends after three years. The energy and chemicals giant declared an interim dividend of seven rand per share. And this comes despite dealing with many headwinds during the period, including load shedding issues at Transnet and downbeat chemical prices. And joining me now with a greater sense of the group's performance is Sasol CEO Fleetwood Hrobler. Thank you so much for your time, Fleetwood. You talk about a mixed performance in the interim period. Is that the kind of wording uh, that we can expect consistently, at least uh, in the in the short to medium term? Thank you for uh, for the interview, and we would like to reflect on on that question with the following in mind: that a set of mixed results uh, means that there are factors within your control that you have not properly delivered on, or there were factors that is exacerbating your situation, or there are the macro factors impacting. And we would like to always start with the factors we can control. And with that in mind, I, I look back at the area where the period uh, ending in uh, December, there were areas that were impacted by our quality of coal that we delivered to Secunda operations. And there were also some of the outages that was uh, not planned that occurred. So we had a, a very high rainfall uh, event, which uh, which we lost uh, equipment when we started back up on. That had an impact. And then the planned events that we, we did have, and I think that is important for reflecting on this mixed set of results, was that we had one of our big shutdowns that occurs every four years and now going forward every five years that is uh, you know taking quite a uh, a number of days compared to the normal shutdowns in addition and that means we've also lost volume because we had to take that proper maintenance outage and do the inspections and maintenance work that we had that also impacted um, our volume and then last but not least we we also had the access to natural gas out of Mozambique. Normally, that would have helped us quite a bit when we had other upsets upstream in our coal value chain. And we could only restore that availability of gas after our successful conclusion of the infill well drilling campaign that we had in Mozambique in the existing gas field there. And that means we are now having access to that gas going forward that will also help us. So so the the reflection is really there are things that we we had to deal with that we could control. There were things that we had to deal with and then there were some headwinds. But as we look forward, I believe we have now uh, a solid base to improve from year on for the second half of this year. Right. Now, let's talk about that improvement because, of course, the main focus now is that out of the things that you can control, where are you going to be looking to improve so that we don't kind of have the same headwinds or headwinds of the same magnitude in the next reporting period? So when I look at our South African value chain, the two things that we are focusing on with uh, all the necessary focus and attention is around our coal mining productivity. We've indicated last year our first priority is to implement our mining safety remediation program. We are making good progress there. We are now moving to the next level of focus, which is to improve productivity and volume output from our own 
mining system. And, and secondary to do that is really to improve also the coal quality that we have from our mining um, sources, our own collieries, as well as the, the coal that we buy in from others that supply into the system. Just to, to remind everyone, we do around 40 million tons of coal. About 35 million tons of that is through our own mining system. And we buy in around four or five million on contract. And this year or the past six months, we had to buy additional coal because we didn't have the productivity that we planned in our own mining system that delivers. Yeah, and of course, one of the things that enabled you to uh, go back to declaring interim dividends is still the supportive oil price. But how are you looking at the, 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 the oil pricing, at least in the short term, considering also that we have the economy slowing down, but I mean also uh, su su supporting that um, is the opening or reopening of China? Yes, I do think that the, the energy consumption will increase as China has now opened up and uh, the zero COVID policy has been relaxed. So that would stimulate uh, demand and growth. And of course, we also watch very closely the supply and demand with respect to oil, the impact of the conflict in Ukraine, how that plays out on the supply balance and uh, demand uh, on the natural growth that, that is a part of the recovery uh, process globally. So um, I think our view is that we have to be resilient. We have protected on the downside by still edging our uh, oil price to the end of this financial year to, to have a, a floor of around $62, $64. And on the upside, we call it the zero cost collar. On the upside, we've got 110 and 123. So we in the money in that, in that uh, um, I would say, cap and collar. But we are very, very uh, cognizant that the macro environment is very volatile. So we have to focus on the things we can control. If oil is in that price range, we're good. But we also need to look at our own fixed cost gross margin and working capital, and that is also in our control to influence that for a better outcome for the full year result. All right. And just lastly, uh, Fleet, we're just looking at your balance sheet, particularly your debt management. How much more muscle will you be pulling in, the, in this financial year? So we've indicated that our net debt is around $4.5 billion. Our target is to reduce that further below $4 billion. We uh, have been paying uh, a full dividend uh, in the previous financial year. That cash has flown out now in uh, in this reporting period, and also there were some of the hedging losses that that paid out in the, that we had to pay out in this uh, reporting period. So, those two combined is around 18 billion rand that we had to fund from our um, cash at hand and facilities. And so our objective is, of course, as we now go out of the, the impact of the hedging negatives, hopefully we would not see that big uh, impact on our cash flow. And thus, we would be much better positioned to apply those type of cash generation to debt and thereby reducing our net debt, which is our goal uh, going forward. And I think uh, our prognosis as the the global economy recovers now and as our outlook for the next six months improve, we believe we'll be in a position to generate much better cash to be able to sustain a dividend as well as then to uh, reduce our debt.
Ah, all right. Well, thank you very much for your time and giving us insight on the uh, interim performance by Cecil. Uh, that was the CEO of Cecil, Fleetwood Krobler.